Welcome to Kayfabe Queens. It's me, one half of your queens, Al, and I am here with a friend of the show, very special guest, very excited to have her here, Astrid. How are you today? I'm really excited after the pay-per-view yesterday. How are you doing? Uh, you know, I'm excited. I wasn't sure about going into the Rumble, like, because kind of a weird buildup, but it was a really, really fun show overall. I had a good time watching it. Um, yeah, had lots of emotions, <laughs> but let's just get right into it. We opened the show with the Men's Royal Rumble. Like, were you expecting this? I kind of already expected one of them. I didn't expect the men's particularly, but I knew at least would be one of them opening, maybe one of them closing. So I was surprised that it was one opening, one like towards like semi-main event, but not not at the end yet. So I wasn't surprised about this. I figured like if they have uh, Kevin Owens' Roman towards the main event, something like bigger was happening there. Hence why it had to end that way. So it makes sense to me. And this is just, I feel like it was a good way to start because we, even though it was predictable, we knew Cody was winning. I feel like either way, watching Cody like open the show, it just, it gives like a good feel start to the show itself as it is. Yeah. And I think like the way Cody won, like obviously, guys, you know, Cody won, <laughs> um, was a good way because he actually had a match and the story of, I think it was, I don't even like, yeah, we expected Cody to win. He deserved to win coming back. But I think this rumble really made uh, Gunther. Like, this was his night. Like, he didn't have to win for his star to be made. Like, he came in number one, and he fought number 30. Like, that story is awesome. Um, So, like, I don't know. We don't see that very often in a rumble, especially, you know, you start it and all the way to the end. And he was so close. And that was really cool to see because when he opened i was like oh okay yeah gunther sheamus number one and two okay you got to start off hot and intense so like mm-hmm. i didn't expect him to be the one we were talking about which is cool so they really made him a star and like i can see him main eventing how did you feel about gunther i loved it just because i i feel like not only him but he was my number one like my mvp of the match aside from cody winning but mm-hmm. we also have people like Seamus and Drew who I feel like really were highlighted during this. And so was Bobby Lashley as well. And like Logan towards the end when he came in. But that's a different story for another day. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like, <laughs> yeah. And then Ricochet, like, they're, you know, how they collapsed in that spot as well. But I feel like I, what I liked about it is that it wasn't just about the winner. There were people highlighted throughout the match. Like, we, we started with Gunnar and then we went to, like, Seamus and Drew. Mm-hmm. And, like, we kept, like, going, like, in transitions like this. And then we had, like, the Judgment Day story like, with like, Finn Balor and, like, Damon Priest being there. Beth Phoenix and, and Rhea being involved as well. So I liked it because even though we knew how it started, we knew the ending. But the in-between chapters of the story were so well done as well. So it was like, it gave me like little bits and pieces that I could enjoy throughout the match itself. And it wasn't just like, here, I'm focused on Cody winning. And that was it. Like, we enjoyed every in between as well. So, like, for me, Gunter was definitely like that MVP in the match. Just like, if he wasn't winning, it's definitely like great performance. And it just, I feel like it highlighted that not only him, but the Intercontinental Championship as well, which is something they've been building up towards recently. And that's what I liked about it too. It just like those little details that we got through the whole night. I, I loved every bit of that. Yeah, it wasn't just like, okay, where's Cody? He's going to go clean it yeah. up. It was like, 
I would have liked, like in hindsight, like, I mean, I know everyone was complaining about Cody being announced. I kind of wish they would have flipped it and made like Logan announced and then Cody came. I think that could have been better. But also like that might have turned people off if it was Logan because we were all like, oh, I don't want that. That was a surprise we did not want. (laughs) Like he's going to give you a moment. But eh. and him, that's also that we're talking about. We have a story in which he eliminated Seth Rollins. Is that going to mania? Because I don't know about that. I don't know if I want that for Seth. And I historically am not the biggest Seth Seth fan. Sorry, you guys all know that. I love Seth. It's fine. fine. I'm like, okay, but (laughs) very odd. Yeah, that's what I'm torn about because I love Seth. And one thing that I always pointed out with Seth is that if you think about it from his career in WrestleMania, officially, he has never many events at WrestleMania because when he cashed in the money in the bank, that was not his match. You know, that mm-hmm. he was, you know, he cashed in, but he wasn't announced as part of the match beforehand. And when it was supposed to be kind of like his year, Becky got it. And he said, yeah, mm-hmm. if it wasn't me, like I prefer her having it of all people. So he was okay with it because of that sense of it, which I get. So it's like, if she doesn't, then it's best that she does next. But if you notice, think about it from this aspect, being somebody who has been highlighted so well since his start in WWE, he has never made events at WrestleMania. And I wanted that for him for so long. So it was like I wanted like him and Roman to have that main event at WrestleMania. And it's like now it's going to be him and Logan most likely. But just don't get me wrong. I'm excited in the aspect of like Endo Seth is going to deliver. And I know Logan has been done like doing very well in wrestling. So I know it's going to be a banger either way. But it's not what I wanted for him though. Yeah, I wanted something bigger and better for him in that sense of it. So it's like that's why I'm torn about it. Um, yeah, but it's just like weird. it's that torn. Yeah, it's just something that I didn't expect. It was either going to be for me, like, Cody and Seth again, or, you know, or Seth and Roman somehow. But unfortunately, we're not getting that. It looks like it's going to be Logan for the moment, maybe. Um, yeah, but I know, like, ways, it's it's great for him and the character. Like, I, I know, like, of all people, Seth is the one that could actually push Logan to a, a greater level, too. Yeah, and, I mean, we knew Logan was going to be on the card. I don't know. It just, it's weird for... I mean... Maybe it's not so weird for Seth to have the Hollywood match in Hollywood. Sure. Maybe. Mm-hmm. I don't know. They can make it make sense, but I don't. I Kind of weird. Seth kind of is the company guy and like mm-hmm. does everything for them. So it's kind of weird, but maybe he's fine with it. it good for him. Um, but like we said, yeah, Judgment Day. Like we noticed this also in the Women's Rumble. Uh, it was pointed out. Mm-hmm. Uh I was on women's wrestling talk the other night, but factions, you, factions were having a great night in the Rumble. Uh, Judgment Day, Prison Dom, uh, allegedly, apparently, we're not sure, attacked his father at number 17. Technically, Ray is still in the match. Let's just be real. Him and Curtis Axel. Yeah. <laughs> I thought match. about the same thing. It's like, is he going to come on next week and say, well, Cody, you didn't really win because you didn't beat me, though. Yeah, they have to have a match. <laughs> yeah, and then Dominic comes out at 18 in Ray's mask. Just the worst, but in the best way. Yeah. He's just like, this kid. Like, But Judgment Day was like, all of them were units. They were taking everyone down until Edge came back. Yeah, that's true. Edge came back with vengeance. We got all the spears this time. 
They did not mess up the camera work on that. They messed up stuff later, but not the camera work for Edge. Thank God. We got all the spears. We get them outside. We get Rhea, who was not officially in the match, unfortunately. I wanted her to be in the men's rumble. Hello, number 17. She could have took 17. It was right there. (laughs) But... (laughs) Like, she could have dragged him out and been like, I'm taking his spot. Like, I, you know, he could have worked her in a little better. But mm-hmm. the spot with her and Beth Phoenix coming out. Mwah, mwah. How did you feel about <laughs> this? We, we we love women's wrestling, so. Yes. <laughs> I loved that. Just like you, I thought at first that Rhea was going to be the next person in. And that's why she came out when she did. But um, it just made me think about this aspect of, like, if she wins later, because obviously it's before she won. I kept thinking, if she wins later, does that mean we don't get Beth and Rhea for Mania? We probably have to get it for the Chamber, most likely, then, or something yeah. in between there. So I'm like, I was I wanted that for Mania, but at the same time, I would love to see her, either Bianca or Charlotte, either way, I'm good with it. Yeah. But I love having that, because when Beth got attacked, I feel like we all knew Beth was coming, but at the same time, we didn't know when it was going to really happen, so this was not surprising there, too. And I love having like the storylines like intertwined with each other. It was like the judgment day is here. It's just here. So Beth has to come out and save him because of Rhea being there as well. So I love that aspect of having those little bits and pieces connecting there too. Yeah, this was like all storytelling and Triple H really did a good job um, of remembering like calling back to like six months ago and, you know, everything they're having announcers like mention that or like, Seamus and and Gunther starting it off and they're like they had the best match of the year at Clash of the you know at the castle so like nice callbacks and storytelling in there I'm kind of disappointed you're right I wanted you know a tag match at Mania but I guess we're getting it at Chamber (laughs) it's fine we're getting the match it's all we wanted the match Beth looked great I was hoping for her to be in the Rumble but Whatever. <laughs> I I like it was a good men's rumble. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, of course. I mean, we mentioned it. Cody wins, does the point. He also did a little too sweet, little 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 finger gun action. Uh, for for the homies. Uh, this was a nice little little pull callback. I'm like. He remembers his friends. It's nice to see. Mm. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> Did you think Brandy was going to come out with him? No, I think the only thing <laughs> that I kind of wanted from this, though, because I this is why I'm glad the women's was better in that aspect for me, because I watch NXT and I love NXT so much that I wanted at least one person from NXT to show up. And I think like somebody like Carmelo Hayes would be good in that spot yeah. for me. Like I would have loved to see him there at least. Somebody like not Brown Baker because I'm not a Brown fan to be honest, but <laughs> I feel like somebody of that like that star potential, and I feel like Carla would have been great to have a spot in here somehow. And just like it makes me think, why don't they just do like a 40 man battle royal? Because I feel like there's people missing like Nakamura wasn't there, uh, right. we didn't get Mustafa there either. I know they had the one with Alberto the Rio, but I was like, we only have that one time, and I'm surprised yeah, and it I- don't have any racing from history. <laughs> We don't. We don't want to think about that. Maybe that's why it has too much trauma if they make mention it. But like, I think now they can. I feel like maybe last time when they tried the forty man, I don't think it worked that well. But I think mm-hmm. they have enough talent that they could definitely do a forty man. Because you're right. Like yeah. we didn't see Shinsuke, uh, Dolph. Hello. Um, yes. Dolph. You guys know how much I love, love my life, Dolph. Hello. Um, 
Like, you could have had so many people in there. And, like, I think Madcap even, like, mentioned he was supposed to be in it, and he wasn't even in it. So, weird. Um, But, yeah, I could have used some more NXT people. Like, that was nice. We can get into the ladies one. But, like, built, like, the future. And, like, Mm -hmm. yes, I guess the men's was all about storytelling, but needed some more surprises besides a Booker T. That was the only legend we saw that, like... Yeah, that's why I think having ten more people. Yeah, that's why I think having ten more people like not only adds to like the people they have in the roster, but it adds to NXT and surprises like any legends. It gives you that hint of like there's gonna be more coming because we could have Dolph, we could have Mustafa there, Nakamura, at least Carmelo would have been another nice one, and you still had six spots to give out. That yeah. that would have been cool to see more people. I feel like something that I missed a little bit from the men's one was that nostalgia and like having mm-hmm. those NXT people mixed in there. Um, I liked that's why I like the woman's happy Michelle there because at least there was some representation there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then NXT we had a few there too, so I was happy with those numbers. Yeah, that was kind of the only disappointment. Um, maybe next year we can get a forty man. I think I th- we could do it. Like they have the talent. Mm-hmm. Um, also, though, I want to mention that. Pat McAfee is back. Um, very excited about that. However, see, I walked in a little bit late and <laughs> they're like, oh, Pat's back. And I heard his music and I was like, oh, they just said that the men's rumble is happening. Is Pat in the rumble? Is he number one? I thought it <laughs> It's like, I really thought, I was like, yeah, this makes sense. It's kind of weird, number one, but yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> Could put Pat in the rumble. Yeah, I thought about it until I realized that way they haven't really announced it like they usually do with the with the rules and everything. So I started me think, oh, he's not really there for that. Uh, but yeah, I love his entrance. So having him back the way he did, he got a great part, which I liked. Mm-hmm. Michael Cole was very excited, and I love that for Michael Cole. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. <laughs> they were they were friends. Okay, so we had a good time at the Rumble. And then we get this, the pitch, that, okay, hold on, the Mountain Dew pitch black match. Let's, okay, we got full title. Yes, you got to say correctly. You got to have the Mountain Dew in there somehow. Yeah, got <laughs> to get the whole thing in there. Um, yeah. We didn't know what to expect. We had no idea what this was. Clearly a sponsored match. Um, we found out it was a big, giant, glow-in-the-dark, black light, looking like, a rave, a, a night golf situation. Um, I was very. I. How did you feel about this? What were What were you feeling before the match? Because we had no idea what this was. Yeah, I I kept thinking, depending how the lighting was gonna be, because I hated the red lightning, the hell in a cell. So I was like, please don't make it any similar to that aspect, at least. So that was my thought coming into it. Um, obviously, given the match itself, I knew Bray was going to win it, so I was not expecting LA Knight to win in any shape or your form here. Um, but as the match started happening, I liked the lighting of it. I love having like him with the face paint, the way it was glowing, and like it like as uh, trunks as well, and like little parts in the ring. I love that aspect of it from our side. I know for the fans there, it was a little different because they couldn't see some aspects of it. Yeah. Um, I like the glow in the dark aspect. I really like that because at least it was better than the red lights. I, I could see this a lot better. And I like that visual of it. I also liked having the characters on the Firefly Funhouse uh, through the entrance as Brave was walking into the ring as well. So there's little details here and there. Um, the only like downside to this was like I feel like it was a mess because even even with with that name, it had like nothing that made it like stand out because it just it was a regular 
painful submission kind of match. There was nothing to it there. Right. I feel like they could have been more violent. Especially in the dark, everything would have looked like more intense. Like, I loved the look of the glowing ropes. I loved LA's gear glowing. I thought that was really cool. And I've been saying this. I don't know. What's the first indie that's going to do a whole show like this? Because I will go. Um, Visually, I loved that. But their feud, and they had the, like, package before it. It was, like, intense and, like, scary. And didn't he, like, kidnap LA at one point? So it should have been more intense. Mm Mm-hmm. And like, yeah, Uncle Howdy showed up and jumped off and sent him to hell, maybe? I don't know, there's flames. We don't really know. It could have been more. It could have leaned into more intense and scary for me. Um, Because I just watched it back and I was like, eh, it was fun to look at. (laughs) (laughs) So I don't know where we go, um, but it was a match. And it was, like you said, much better than the red, because that red... No. no. I don't want to think about that ever again. <laughs> and better than the House of Horrors match because that was woof. Woof. <laughs> uh, so, this also, again, the storytelling was Royal Rumble last night. Mwah. Perfect. Because we went from the pitch black match to the women's title match, the raw women's title match, Bianca and Alexa, which. Alexa's been having some some stuff with Uncle Howdy. He's been popping up on Raw. So to have the continuity, I really appreciated mm-hmm. that. Um, how did you like this match? I feel like the only thing that, for me at least, I feel like nothing, like they didn't do anything like that really stood out to me more than anything in the match. But I love the chemistry they have. The storytelling in it itself was like between both of them was incredible. I feel like Bianca was selling her bot off as, as well here during this match. Um, definitely my favorite part was like the ending of having Alexa in the ring of contemplating about what just happened after losing to Bianca and having Uncle Howdy show up and just like, do you really think you're in charge line and showing the swing as we go back to Alexa's playground. And it just, it makes me wonder like what's sex really for her in that aspect now that like, does she think that she's not in charge because she saw Uncle Howdy telling her she isn't? Or like, is she going to give in? So like he's in charge and maybe that will kind of catapult her into champ or championship vote somehow. Uh, but at the same time, I kept thinking after Rhea won, it's like if Rhea goes after Bianca, like I feel like I, a lot of us are by default going with Bianca because Rhea's on the same <laughs> brand, but she could easily go for Charlotte and then that yeah. opens Alexa with Bianca. So I feel like it just keeps everything like up in the air at the moment right now until Rhea decides who she's going against. Yeah, I mean, and a point was made, uh, again, I was on the, the women's wrestling talk post for a Rumble show, a point was made that Bray and Alexa don't need to be champions because they are otherworldly. So them holding championships is kind of weird. And that does make sense. I think I, I personally am not, I don't think Bianca and Alexa have the best matches. They're fine, but I don't think they complement each other as well. Like it was a fine match. It was just a match. Um, my complaint was I wanted more of like Alexa being more like conflicted in her like like being very intense and like that like spooky, you know, Lily 
doll having kind of character and then kind of flipping it and being, you know, I wanted more of that from her. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we got it at the end. And I think the whole point, yes, it was, you know, to have Bianca, but it was also to have, to keep on this Alexa storyline. The storyline is her being conflicted, but I would have liked to seen it more in the match. Yeah. Um, but I'm curious because, so now they're just going to be spooky on both brands because Bray's on SmackDown and Alexa's on Raw. So it's kind of interesting, but weird. Mm-hmm. I don't know where this is going to go, but we'll see. We will see. <laughs> My only complaint. But we well, all look great. You know. yeah, yeah, I feel like one thing I would like to see would have been like Alexa getting aggressive towards Bianca mm-hmm. and kind of like stepping out of it and be like, why am I hitting my friends? Yeah, and like, like thank you and then going back to like hitting her as if like not, Just, nothing really happened yeah. like little like parts of her like you know pausing and hesitating to like make mm-hmm. made it look like she's battling within herself about what's happening yeah just or maybe you know something outside and just being really loud and be like whoa and mm-hmm. then like going back inside and being under a normal match could have worked but it was good <laughs> had, a, had a nice time they looked great liked their gears mm-hmm. That's also because I was like, oh, Alexa has like darker gear. Like it looked a little more like a different nice gear. So I was like, oh, okay, we're going to see a little something. But I don't know. It's a slow build with a Bray Wyatt story. So <laughs> we will see. And we went right into the Women's Royal Rumble after this. Whew. Um, start off, starting off hot, Rhea and Liv. One and two. Um, Rhea still banged up from from Beth beating her. Nice, nice to see that you know she's still hurt. Um, yeah, how do we feel about one and two? I feel like I I love that part because it just goes back to what Liv was saying of like she said she was volunteering to be number one because she wanted to showcase herself and show out and just say you know I started from number one and if I win at the end then look at the performance I've had and she wanted to be like that workhorse uh, kind of role in there uh, so when Rhea came out for a second oh, what happened there then because um, I was surprised at having her first but then when Liv came out second they mentioned it like she volunteered to be number two I say I love this because it just shows how she wants to work towards it you know she she has the goal she wants to go towards it and I love that aspect of it and not only that but I thought of like these two are starting out their former partners too they already mm-hmm. have chemistry as it is too so we we have that you know storytelling between them there already that Avria like backstabbing her and now going to judgment day so you can still see that being like part of this story as well but I love having them both like being at the beginning and being towards the end too and being the final two it just same thing that we have with Gunter just to give you that you know workers performance from both of them and I feel like it showed them as such a different light because we know how Rhea is such a powerhouse but to see it it's sad to see it on display very often here in the Rumble itself and Liv you know she's been growing so much and it's nice to see that growth being here in the Rumble it's like giving you that still that hope of like she's gonna get it um I wish except from I know she got the mist in her face but I feel like I would have loved her like snapping the way she did it when she lost the Smackdown Women's Championship of like Mm -hmm. having that storytelling still of like whenever she loses she's like snapping and being mad at herself for not be able to achieve that goal that she wanted uh but I know that like she had the miss so it would have been a little bit difficult in that aspect but I kind of wanted something like connecting both things to like whenever she wants championship goal like whenever when she lost it and she thought she was close to it she's she was snapping yeah 
I could, yeah, I could, she didn't do enough of that, like, kind of going back to Alexa, not going back into that. So, but I mean, yeah, she did get misted. Um, but you're right, like you said earlier, we got a lot of girls from NXT. Um, the first one was NXT champion Roxanne Perez. Um, <laughs> uh, we saw Zoe Stark, Indy Hartwell. Like, it was, it was a good night for NXT. Um, and they did mention, like, Indy being with the way so that was nice and i was like put her back with her family um, oh, <laughs> that's what i want um and then of course michelle obviously who trolled us all and said i wasn't invited i'm gonna sit in the audience i am not a michelle mccool oh. fan i'm gonna be the first to admit this she was fine she, she needed layla uh, but that was a really cool way to put bring her into the ring, and I don't think we've ever seen that. So that was really cool to see her music play, and she's like, "What?" And her kids are like, "What, mom? What are you doing?" And like, she hops in the ring, and they keep mentioning she's wrestling in UGGs. Like, yeah, that was such a cool moment. What are like some highlights for you, like? Because I think, obviously, the women are always going to be better than the men in a rumble. Like, it's always more entertaining for some reason. No, um, dude, I'm going to go from, like, beginning to, like, end. Uh, for okay. me, it's, like, having BFAP in there. I didn't think she was going to be a part of it. At least she, she was there. did really well. Yeah, I, I knew she was not going to last so long because she's still very green in the ring. But still, it's nice to, like, they counter her towards this. Um, having Roxanne in there, I, I love Roxanne and her representation. And like, I feel like her being in Texas, I feel like it was fitting that she was in the Texas Royal Rumble. So I feel that was awesome to see because I was, I was thinking, come on, Papa H, give us the, the NXT <laughs> this time around, please. So I was hoping for one or two, and having three, I feel like that was amazing in itself. Um, it's like the storyteller we had with damage control being there. Like Bailey was there at the mm-hmm. beginning, but then Dakota and Io going one after the other, right after the other. Yeah, being in control of that match and whoever came in. I like that they, they didn't come in and they started eliminating people right away. They might have eliminated one or two, but there were still people in the ring. So it was like giving her like that slow build of they've eliminated those people. Mm-hmm. Um, I love having Tegan there. Um, I love Tegan as it is. Um, another one was Asuka. When I feel like I loved the pop where her music came up and when she showed off her makeup, I feel like that was incredible. I was waiting for this. I have been telling my friend Mel, I was like, she's teasing about it on Twitter. So I'm excited for her return. This was this. Chef's mm. And like she came out and it was like Asuka. And I was like, ooh, okay, mask. That's a little different. And she did a little turn. And I was like, her hair short. I was like, I, I was like, again, like a I was like, oh, I noticed a little something a little different. I was like, is it? I was like, they're gonna, they're not gonna. And then she did this, and I was like, jaw on the floor. Like, I was like, just like the fans, like shocked and shook. And I love this where she's so intense. Yeah. And they made her look like the threat she is and should be. All the girls were scared. Mm-hmm. As you should be. As you should be. Yeah. <laughs> Terrified. This was such a moment, and I'm happy for her to be kind of who she is again. Yeah. Yeah, I, I feel like, like you said, it's that, that detailing of, like, at that moment, I remember uh, Tegan and Liv were staring at her, giving that look of, like, they're scared when she arrived. It was like, I love that expression. And then it was like, they're responding to, like, whoever's coming in. And I love seeing that aspect of it because I feel like usually people just ignore whoever comes in and they just turn around and fight each other. Mm-hmm. So versus, like, it's nice to see them 
oh, they noticed that she was there and they noticed her presence. And like you said, I keep thinking of her like, I hadn't seen this version of her, but I see like clips here on, and there on Twitter. And like seeing it just makes me think she's going to be such a badass when she debuts this somehow in the main roster. And I was like, I cannot wait to see how she can be more like herself and with this character than before. Um, and then after her, we have Piper Niven, which I was glad because I'm used to having her as Piper Niven. I was waiting for the dude drop to be dropped. No pun intended there. Um, but just like, oh, I, they did I'm all the puns. See her this. Oh, yeah. I'm glad that she's <laughs> Piper Niven again. She's like, she can be herself. She doesn't have to be like that dude drop theme song. I'm waiting for everything. But love seeing her the way she is now. I feel like it will. It, I feel like having the ladies return that did at the Rumble, I feel like such a good reset for the women's division for both sides. So that's what I'm waiting for, especially from SmackDown, because I feel like it's been lackluster on their side some a little bit compared to Raw. But mm-hmm. just seeing this, I was excited to see this visual. It's like, yes, her name is back. <laughs> yeah, I heard it. And then I think I saw the, tr- I think there was like the Tron first that says Piper Devin. And I was like, no, like, and then I saw yeah. her. And I love her so much. Um, I'm a chunky girl. Um, so anytime you can see a chunky girl in the ring, I've always just, I fell in love with her during the Mae Young Classic and I was like, who is she? She's so cute. She's so pretty. Like she a thick girl. I love that. And so I like seriously started crying that she gave, got her name back. And I was like, why am I reacting? <laughs> like, just, like, why am I in tears? The one time I was in tears was Piper getting her name back. <laughs> like, I'm so happy for her. Like, look at how, like, she looks so happy. Like, we know she's been having health issues, and I'm glad she's well enough to be back in the ring. Um, I'm excited for what she does. I mean, would we put her on SmackDown? Just move her? Yeah, I feel like they need more ladies in SmackDown to be active there, so I would like to see that. I feel like especially now that Charlotte's champion, I want to see, given what they have, what I have with NXT is like, there's so many possibilities that you don't know who's going next against the champion. So I would see something like that on the SmackDown side. And like, going back to the next one, uh, Chelsea Green is like, I, I, I obviously hated and loved it at the same time that she was only there <laughs> for a few seconds. But as Chelsea Green, it's something you expected with her character now that she has. And it just, we kind of expected her to return somehow. I didn't think it was going to be at the Rumble, but Still love seeing her, and I'm hoping this is the time that she stays there, doesn't get injured. Please, Chelsea. I love you, Chelsea. (laughs) She's been real good, uh, you know, lately, so hopefully. But she did. She came in, and she made an impact. That's not a pun. Um, (laughs) Like, even though she was short, everyone's going to remember, oh, yeah, she was the one who got knocked out really quickly. It was funny. Uh, And I hate hate to admit when Graves says things that are funny, but he was like, I didn't even get to make fun of her husband. (laughs) Like, Yes. <laughs> so that was nice. <laughs> she looked great. Um, yes. Very excited for that. Um, yeah, that was like so fun. And you're right. It felt like it did feel like a reset for the women's division. And after the week, everyone complaining and being upset. I think Triple H was like, see, I, I was, I, I had a plan. I have an idea. Like, just, just calm down, guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but, I was like, please give me something different. Like, I, I, I was one of those, like, I was telling my friend Mel when we did our podcast. It was like, I wanted more for the ladies. I know that there's a moment to, like, we have to give it time. So I'm like, please just give it to us. And I feel like this rumble was such a good, like, restart to that. 
um, another one that I really enjoyed too was Alina with her cosplay. I feel like she always kills it with her cosplays too. Killed and it. the moment she came in, I thought she was gonna eliminate it, and I was holding like myself like this, like no, please, I don't want another Chelsea. <laughs> so I'm glad she lasted a little bit longer than uh, than what she did before. Um, and that I, I love that, even though I don't like Lacey, I love the part of like the way they used it with Lacey in this submission towards the end too. Good elimination. I don't. I yeah. do not want to see Lacey on my television. Um, but that was a good elimination. I'm gonna give you that. <laughs> give you one thing, yeah. Lacey. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Becky Lynch came out number fifteen. Mm-hmm. You know, and her and Damage Control went th- underneath the rope, so they were still in the match, beating each other. So again, the storytelling, and her and Bailey still just going at it. Like this is going to Mania, right? Like we have to have this at Mania. Those two at Mania, we don't need a title. And that's what I love, that they don't need a title now. Mm-hmm. So I loved, I'm very excited for that. I don't know what we're going to do with the tag titles, but yeah. I love Damage Control did reset and felt strong the way they should be. Mm-hmm. Um, it was it was a good, good night. Um, what else was there? What else yeah, was I also there? thought about Emma too. <laughs> Because I kept thinking of uh, Emma and Paige to me were some of the people that laid the foundation for what NXT is now. And to think that they never got to be in the Rumble because when Paige was advertised, she had to be removed from it because of her injury. And now Emma wasn't in the company until now. So it's incredible to think like after five years now, this is her first Rumble too. Yeah. So they that. That. Yeah. And uh, I feel like the only disappointment for me was having Naya be number 30. Oh, yeah. <laughs> because I... I just wanted, I was hoping for that Naomi return. I still have hope Ooh. for Naomi somehow. Uh, and if it wasn't Naomi, I think like I would, I was hoping for Beth to be in there because I kept thinking we'll continue the storyline with Rhea being there. Rhea right. was doing the match at that time. So those were like the two people, either that or maybe a legend or somebody from NXT. But specifically, I was hoping for Naomi and Beth. So when yeah. Naya's music came on, I'm like, does she have to be really 30? They messed it up. Yeah. They played the music. So they played the music. And I was like, oh, is she just interrupting the match? Like, and then they put the countdown. I was like, oh, you just messed up. <laughs> like, yeah. And I, you know, that's kind of, that's karma for not, for it not being Naomi. I'm just saying. <laughs> the surprise, we, much like Logan Paul that we didn't want. <laughs> like, weird, weird choice of a number 30. I don't know about that one, but she's she was out of the match, um, and I appreciate that they all ganged up on her. Uh, get her out of there! <laughs> and but the fact that the final three were number one and number two, mm-hmm. Rhea, Liv, Oscar, like I'm trying. I don't know. I can't think of when there was one and twos that like were. We're making it all the way and it was another thing for Liv like you said to prove herself um, and obviously Asuka to really cement herself as dominant again so mm-hmm. that made me nervous though all of them outside <laughs> <laughs> but it was done perfectly um, you know and then for you know Liv like you said Liv and Rhea to be former tag team partners and to be in the end 
and Rhea to eliminate her. Rhea's going to WrestleMania. Mommy's going to WrestleMania. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to all my friends who dressed as Rhea Ripley yesterday. There was a lot of them. There's going to be a lot at WrestleMania. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Are you So who do you think she's going to choose? Because, I mean, you, you said you think everyone's default is Bianca. So are you not thinking that? I'm up in the air about it still because I have one of my friends, Ed, who like planted the idea in my head. I was like, well, we had Charlotte and Rhea before, but it was when the pandemic was, so they didn't have fans there. So maybe they kind of want to reset and going back to that. And I feel like either way, she has a background story with both of them. So I feel like it could go either way. Because if you think about it from this aspect, uh, Rhea and Bianca goes back to the Rumble when Bianca won and they were the last two. And they... They're like, we're going to be even on it. And they like, I think they bumped uh, fists and they, they went back at it with each other until Rhea got eliminated and Bianca won. And I think like her and Bianca have kind of teased it a little bit too. But we also had that background start with Charlotte of like, she wants, she wants to beat Charlotte. She didn't get to beat Charlotte. Charlotte beat her for the NXT Women's title WrestleMania. So maybe she's going to want to like up Charlotte in that aspect. Like, you know, you went towards me. Now I'm going towards you and we're going to do it in front of an audience. And it's, you know, for the SmackDown Women's title. Um, I think the only thing that will be kind of odd in that sense will be like having Judgment Day on Raw and having her on SmackDown. So mm-hmm. I don't know. That's why I'm up in the air about it. But I feel either way, it's a good story. They're loose with kind of brands. Mm-hmm. So especially for WrestleMania, if if she does pick Charlotte, it's not going to matter. Um, I, I yeah, I she does have stories with both so it's really easy to put her in both of those situations um but she and she's never no bianca's never beat Rhea. so i think so that's her ultimate test you know and they they mm-hmm. they built up together in nxt and you know we all know bianca was never an nxt champion Rhea was so i don't know I kind of want to see Bianca and, and Rhea more because mm-hmm. I want to see mm-hmm. Bianca lift her up. You know, <laughs> yeah. that's what I want to see. <laughs> Just two strong oh, ladies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then mm-hmm. Dominic's obviously going to get involved. Judgment Day is going to get involved. Street Profits. Are, like I could see this whole thing already. Um, yeah. I, I don't know where that leaves Charlotte. Hopefully, hopefully Naomi return. Maybe. I don't know. But we will see. But overall, Women's Royal Rumble is so good. Yeah. The- <laughs> the best part of the night, honestly, is always the women. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. After a performance no one asked for, uh, we go right into the main event. KO versus the head of the table himself, Roman Reigns, with Paul Heyman and Sami Zayn at his side. No Usos. He said, Usos, stay back. This is Sami's night. <sighs> what a night. Um, I don't need therapy for this one. Yeah, we all need therapy. WWE, <laughs> please pay for our therapy bills. This is emotional damage the match intense great we get a knockdown of the ref um shenanigans afoot 
KO does pin Roman. It gets like a five or six count from the audience, you yeah. know. Um, then, of course, Roman's like, hey, Sammy, go get me that chair. And Sammy's like, uh, I don't know. But he gets in the chair. <sighs> Roman wins. Okay, fine, good, okay. Whole family celebrates. Sammy finally, the Usos were like, yep, our boy, our boy did it. He's, he's, he's now official, right? Right, Roman? Here's a lay for him. We're gonna, we're gonna do this. Roman says no, no, no. And Paul Heyman, who says he always has handcuffs, has handcuffs, <laughs> the handcuff KO to the ropes. They beat him down. After this man has went through the steps, and not just like the side of the steps, he went through like the actual steps, which my back. Mm -mm. Um, the Usos just kick after kick after kick. Solo beats this man. At that point, Sammy says, "No, I can't. I can't do it." Has the chair. He does it. He does the thing that we. Didn't know what Sammy was going to do. He hits Roman Reigns in the back with the chair. It, finally, it happened. Everyone <laughs> shook. Roman's mad. Jay is heartbroken. He said, you're my brother. They beat this man down. Jay can't take it. Jay leaves. Jay walked away from the bloodline. Yeah. Roman grabs the lay and pours the the flowers all over Sammy's body, buries him. They rip off the honorary Uso shirt. Uh -huh. Art, cinema, Oscars. <laughs> Are you okay? Because I'm still not okay. <laughs> I said it yesterday in my, my chat with my friends. It's like, this is like a telenovela. Like, holy moly. Look at this. Like, so many bits and pieces in here. Like, I... I feel like later on, once I'm recovered, I'll be able to like pinpoint a lot of other stuff. But jeez, it just—I uh, was doing a post show with my friends, and like we were discussing little bits and pieces. So I definitely want to like uh, like say them here. But um, it's just a, the part of like Sammy hitting Ko once. Ko told him take the first shot. He did that, and just like the little details of like Jay running away. But it just—I made me think about it this way. Um, Jay was not only that way because he trusted Sammy, but also because he was able to do what Jay couldn't do. And that aspect of like, Sammy was able to break off from the tribal chief versus Jay couldn't and he gave in. And the part of like abandoning his bloodline the way he did and just like, hey, you're my brother, you're my brother, you know, come back here. And he didn't. Woof. I just. Yeah, you're right. This started with Jay. This started with Jay when Jimmy was mm -hmm. out in the Thunderdome. This is how we got main event Jay. He was distraught. I'm distraught. <laughs> what do we do? Like, this is, and I, I said this before, I said it the other night, but this is a story that people are going to be like, this has got me into wrestling. Mm -hmm. uh, they're going to look back and be like, this is why I wanted to be a wrestler, or this was my favorite storyline because. How do you do something for two years and you're still entertained? Yeah. Like, it's 
twists and turns and emotion and people chanted F you Roman like like it was 2015 again but but in a way where we like in a, in a, in a better way storyline way but uh, <laughs> yeah like now all of Roman's empire is crumbling like he does like what's the family gonna do now like does this end with Jay? Does Jay have to end it? Because I think we all want Sammy, but I think it has to end with Jay, right? Yeah, I keep thinking we have the chamber coming up next. It'll be in Canada. So I think it's fitting to have Roman versus Sammy there. Mm-hmm. You know, Kayo could actually be by his side too. Um, I think the only thing that would be kind of odd in the sense of like the storytelling is like, I don't know if it's both of them, but I don't know if one of the Uzus can add across to Canada. So one of them is definitely going to be absent from the show. <laughs> I think I think it's one of them, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah, they they are not allowed in Canada. Yeah, um, I know one so... of them is. I don't think it's both. So that'll be a pretty odd picture to see there. I think it's Jimmy, if I'm not mistaken. I um, think it might be. They what? They might get injured before, you know. Yeah. Easy. So I wonder how that will play out in that aspect of like they're not going to be there to be the backup. It'll be just solo in that aspect, if anything. And then Sammy will will have Kevin Owens and as backup there. So that's why I think it's interesting going to the next paper with the storytelling itself there. Um, not only that, but I feel like another aspect of it too is that we have a tournament for both the SmackDown and the Raw Tag Team titles. Does that mean the Usos are, you know, being without titles pretty soon because it went different tournaments on different brands too. So mm-hmm. when is that match going to be? Are they going to have the match on different pay-per-views for which each winner or is it the same pay-per-view on the same night? For both titles, how is that going to work? I I don't remember seeing details about it. There's so no I'm details. interested to see, yeah, how both tournament winners are going to go face off against the Uso somehow. So I think that's interesting in itself as well. On top of this going on, and yeah. how does Ko fit in it too later on? Because I know he's going to be there to help out Sammy, but what else? Yeah, there's a lot to think about, but Sammy is on the elimination chamber poster. Yeah. Uh, so unless he's in the chamber match, I don't know. There's so many things. Uh, <laughs> there's so many layers to it, and that's the like cool thing. Like this visual of them both laid out, heartbreaking, <laughs> and like. I know everybody was like, where's The Rock? Or we wanted The Rock and Roman. We don't need that. We don't need The Rock. This like, was great in itself without The Rock. A year ago, maybe that sounded cool, but we have been given such a beautiful story and like, we don't need it. It would have been weird if he was like, hey guys, what's up? We'd be like, eh. hey Rocky. <laughs> I feel yeah, like you could do that without the title, though, because you could easily do it on Roman and Sammy. Um, Sammy won it because that'd be like a huge pop as it is. And mm-hmm. I feel like later on, you could still do the Rock and Roman as like the Rock passing yeah. on you know, the torch to Roman without the title being involved. It doesn't need it. Yeah. Like, it really it doesn't. doesn't need a title, no. But also now we have to include where does Cody fit in? Are we separating one of Roman's championships? No. What do we do with... Cause what is Cody gonna do? Go to NXT and face Braun Breaker? Like, what are what? <laughs> Which would be no. Um, 
I said it. I don't want it out there. Um, <laughs> but yeah, Cody has to fit in this. You can't just. It's such a deep story. Like they have to, they have to separate one of Roman's titles. Maybe huh. at Elimination Chamber. I don't know. There has, because no. there's no way unless, and even that doesn't make sense unless you do a night one Roman, you know, and Cody for the title, and a night two Roman and Sammy or Silver so J. I don't know. Yeah, I thought about that too, but it just it makes me think of like if they do have Roman as the main event for both nights, then the women don't get to main event, which I was hoping like if you have both nights, you can do one for the guys, one for the girls at least. Yeah. So having like the only part that when I thought about like like when they I forgot who said it before online about that aspect of like dividing it, have Roman main event night one and night two. It's like, yeah, but what about the ladies? Like you're telling me none of the ladies should main event it. Like at least the rumble winner should main event whoever she goes against. Yeah, absolutely. And he, yeah, Rhea should definitely main event. She's definitely earned it. Uh, I give her one of the nights, but yeah, what well, interesting, interesting road to WrestleMania we're on. Mm-hmm. Uh, this, this was a good, a good solid rumble, and like I said, I like I didn't know what to expect because the. The way we went into it was kind of weird, right? Like, it was kind of... Mm-hmm. There's stuff overshadowing it, and it's just a lot of things happening in wrestling. So it was kind of like, oh, yeah, the Rumble's on. <laughs> like, so, and the build-up to the women was kind of non-existent, but it mm-hmm. turned out to be one of the best nights of the night. Um, yeah, what would you rate this out of, out of 10? Ugh. <sighs> I would give it maybe a 9.5. I feel like, I, like I said earlier, I could have done a, a little bit more with, like, some surprises for the guys. Like, maybe a little bit of NXT, one, one, one more legend, perhaps. And I did not like having Naya in there. Look, like, Logan is okay because at least Logan is, like, he does well when he wrestles. But Naya and her attitude is something that I did not need in here. And especially, yeah. like, now that she has already a shirt announced, so that means she's back for real. It's not a one-off either, so I was like... Yeah. I, I didn't like her having in here, but I feel like more than anything, what sold me on this paper was we had storytelling from beginning to end in so many different aspects of it. And I love seeing that in this whole paper. That was definitely what sold me on it. It's like, I didn't want to get up from my chair because I felt like I was going to miss something important happening. Oh my gosh. So, I could not go to the bathroom. I was like, oh, I got to wait yeah. till this is over. <laughs> yeah. So I feel like that's what really sold me more on this than anything. It's like, like I said, both rumbles even though you probably had a winner they were predictable in that aspect but the in-between was still very interesting and mm-hmm. all these little bits and storylines that we got from there too yeah and I think the women's more so was like it could be anybody like I was like okay if I had to pick I was like okay I'm gonna pick Rhea but I was like it really could have went to anyone As for the women like Cody isn't obvious but it was a night of stories and building people up and reset like it was like a hard reset on the women's division that they needed and i'm i'm excited i'm excited about wwe all right let's go <laughs> look at that <laughs> it's been a, last night reminded me like oh yeah i i this is why i like wrestling or this is why i like wwe uh because the nights like that when they do it well they do it well and exactly 
yeah, and you didn't need the rock or Stone Cold to overshadow them. They killed it that main event, and yeah, I had a really really good time watching it. Um, good good solid start to the year, I would say for their pay per views. So I'm I'm excited for Mania. <laughs> I'm excited for the next two months. Uh, yeah. Well. I think we did it. We're emotionally damaged, but we're. Are you excited for Mania? Does this give you excite? Like, yeah, I'm excited, especially for the ladies. Like I said, I just I keep thinking like, what route is Rhea gonna take? To so what is that leave off the second person? I feel like I, I depending on who Rhea picks. And then I liked having all these returns as we had like that, like from Oscar to Piper Niven, and I feel like we have, like you said, that reset of like. We don't know if Asuka's going to still be part of Raw and Piper Nevis is still going to be part of Raw or they're going to go to SmackDown. And I feel like it adds another layer and more ladies to these storylines that we have. Because something that I've been enjoying on Raw lately was not only that we have a, a Raw Women's Championship storyline, but there's also all the storylines going on as well, which is something that I enjoyed from NXT since I've been watching it for so long. And it's something that I want for SmackDown. So that's what I'm hoping this reset will help rebuild that you know the smack that women's division i feel like they need it i feel mm-hmm. like it's great like a great start to have charlotte as champion because she's so great with so many people she picks on the best of them but it's also nice to see like other people like coming after her as well and having all those storylines that don't involve the smack that women's championship too and maybe some contenders for the tag team one because i i didn't realize it but somebody mentioned online that Dana was saving Emma, and that goes back to them being a team as well before. Oh, so maybe that could I didn't even notice else. that. I didn't either. That's why I want to rewatch that part. Oh, I've got to rewatch um, that. <laughs> yeah, and I feel like it would be nice to see somebody like Indy come in here and team up with Candice, be a Ugh. team in that aspect too. Shotzi came back, so maybe Shotzi and T can go at it against the tag team. It just, you know, that I feel like having all these ladies come out, it just gives you so many possibilities. So that's what I'm excited for. I'm hoping that you, you know, please do it. And then uh, Bailey and Becky, I was disappointed we didn't get it during Raw. So I'm hoping we get it for maybe Chamber or Mania somehow. Mm-hmm. Please. Either one I'm good with. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited. There's a lot of possibilities. Like put Chelsea Green on SmackDown. Chelsea and Chelsea and Charlotte would be fun. Chelsea, you know, Sonya Deville. Like there's a lot of possibilities. And... You're right, like there's a lot of options for tag teams now. Somebody's, you know, put Tamina back with Naya, like they they were a tag team, they're former champions. Tamina looked great. It's been a minute. And she had that nice little stare down with Piper. Yes, love that. Like we love a little callback. (laughs) Or even Natty, like Natty came back and she was with Tamina before and they were tag champions. So that'd be like a nice reset there. So, mm-hmm. and the other thing I was thinking about was like, if let's say, for example, Rhea does go for Bianca, we also have a background story with Liv and Charlotte there too, of like Liv has been twice going after Charlotte and she has failed. So maybe this time she goes after Charlotte and she wins. So it was like, that's why I'm like, like with so many ladies coming in here, there's so many possibilities. So I'm like, yes, give me the little roots and pieces <laughs> here because I want to see everything. I like that we're like, we don't really know what's happening. That's always the fun part of yeah. wrestling when you're like, I don't know. Like, yeah, okay, we maybe we knew the winners, but we didn't know how it would go down this year. Um, yeah. And we don't really know what's going on for the for WrestleMania. So that's that's nice. So when you're like, ooh, what's gonna happen? This is this is this is fun. This is a very fun way to feel. Uh, and I hope to keep it up for this this road to WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. And 
you know, we'll be watching. We'll be talking about it. And I, well, I will, you're not going to Mania, right? No, unfortunately, I wanted to go this year, but I do have a trip uh, to celebrate my birthday going to London. So that's definitely like my bucket list thing that I was, I've been to Mania long enough. <laughs> so this is definitely my bucket list that I, I had to cancel because of, of the pandemic in 2020. So this is definitely it for me, but I'm hoping maybe next year. We'll see. Uh, but I do, I do want to go to other pay-per-views because I've been to like four or five WrestleManias at this point. So I do want oh, to okay. go to like other big ones like the SummerSlam, the Survivor Series and, you know, those big pay-per-views yeah. that I've been enjoying for so long. Uh, but I do love going to WrestleMania. So maybe I'll try to go back just to see all the people that I've met through these years <laughs> in the wrestling media community now. Uh, this will be my first Mania, so... Yeah. It's, 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 it's a few hours away, so I'm very excited. I'm hopeful. It's going to be a good night. Uh, God, I missed it all the other times it's been in California, so not missing this year. So yep. I'm very excited. Um, yeah, thank you for hanging out. I appreciate you taking the time out when I was like, okay, I want to put a rumble show together. Who can I ask to be on? And I was like, oh, let me ask Astrid. That was not a pun. I swear that was not. <laughs> oh, yeah, it was nice. No, it, it was surprising, but I'm glad you asked me because I, I didn't get to really chat about women's wrestling in that aspect. So I was nice to like dive yeah. into that aspect of the pay per view too. Yeah, and I, I usually am stuck, not stuck, but I'm usually over in AEW land uh, for women's wrestling talk. So it was nice to chat some some WWE, some good stuff to talk about. Um, but yeah, thanks for hanging out. Thanks everyone who's watching. And where can we find you online? Where, what are we doing? Uh, the best one will be my Twitter, which is like my name, Astrid Pizarro. <laughs> uh, my Instagram is Astrid Pizarro 20. That's what I put um, usually all my stuff. And like I have weekly shows too. So I announce those on my social media. I talk about NXT. I talk about Impact. And I do have a woman's podcast with my friend Mel, uh, Ladies Wrestling Showcase. So we talk about anything from the female perspective in the wrestling community. So it's nice to have that, like that outlet to talk about things like that that we don't get to talk about often. And I feel like we usually get a lot of guys discussing it. It was like, well, so it's nice to get that female perspective to it too. Mm -hmm. Yep, I, I I feel that that's that's why I'm here. <laughs> well, thank you so much mm -hmm. and you guys know where to follow us at kayfabe queens on all the things you could follow me at alia two underscores it's 2023 we are back here making content we got a lot of stuff happening a lot of trips coming up um yeah we got stuff fun stuff happening we're gonna have some fun interviews we're back full force i know last year was weird and i know i'm without my usual tag team partner but should be back we'll have some friends along the way so yes and don't forget to check out women's wrestling talk we actually both you're a writer i'm a host like i said i'm usually over in AEW land catch me every wednesday uh for the dynamite after show one half of your dynamite dolls with my girl mika and every other week with turnbuckle glam so just, just follow us on the things we got a lot happening it's wrestlemania season we're gonna we're gonna do it all right bye guys <laughs>